Welcome back to the huddle. Big week here in Minneapolis as the women's final four uh, uh, heightens it at the end of the week. They're still determining uh, who will all be here, but it'll be interesting. Joining us, someone that knows a whole lot about uh, the final four. She coached the Gophers to their one appearance there on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Pam Borton, good morning. Good to visit with you again. Good morning, Mike. How are you doing? Long time no see. Yeah, you too. Before before we talk basketball, I know your friend Wayne Kostrowski has also recruited you. Uh, you got a special event coming up in town, right? Um, I do on Thursday evening. You know, Wayne can talk me into almost anything. Um, it's the Taste of the Twin Cities, and it's around the Final Four, and it's hosted by hunger-related events. And it's really a celebration um, and honoring women chefs from top restaurants in the Twin Cities, Um also accomplished Minnesota athletes and then key business uh, leaders in Minnesota as well. So it's going to be a great event over at the University of Minnesota. That's awesome. It's hungerrelatedevents.org if you want information on it, hungerrelatedevents.org. Pete? Pam, uh, great to talk to you and excited about everything that you're doing, the books and everything that you, you do to motivate people. It really makes me very excited about that. I got a question for you. When you took over with the Gopher basketball and you had Lindsay Whalen, what was it that you saw in her? Was it just so glaring that she had all that potential at that point in time? And, and how did you have to approach coaching her uh, because she was so excellent? Well, you know, I, I knew of Lindsay. I didn't know a lot of, about Lindsay before I got here. And they had just had their first winning season um, in a really long time, um, the, year, the year that I came in. So, Brenda, that was the first winning season in a long time. I was coming from the East Coast. And when I got into the program, you know, I heard a lot about Lindsay. I watched film on her before I took the job. And I knew I had something really special. And she wasn't an All-American yet. And... Um, but she was just a great kid and a great person. That's the first thing that I do remember about her is just her, her character, her integrity, her family. And, um, you know, once I got around her and, you know, started working with her on the court and putting this team together, I knew we had something special or we could have something special if everything kind of fell in the right, um, in the right places. And she got hurt and returned for the NCAA tournament. And I remember, you know, Williams Arena against UCLA, and they had that uh, young lady, Blue, that was outstanding. And everybody wondered if she'd be healthy enough. She was, and you went on the roll. What do you remember about that when you win a region final and you're now going to the final four? What do you remember about that feeling? Oh, you, you just remember, it's like no other. And uh, that you're, that, I mean, it just was a magical run. And, you know, you remember before the game you remember the night before the game with the team and you know the 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 motivational sessions that we have remember certain specific plays of the game you remember huddles you remember you know when that buzzer finally went off at the end of the game you remember cutting the net down I remember the Gatorade bath from Janelle McCarville um Mm -hmm. you remember the fans you remember all of the fans and just uh you know like oh my gosh this is the the first you know, trip to the final four in the history of the program. And we've done something that no one's ever done before with a really special group of young women. Pam, what are you seeing this year in, in, in some of the various teams that are already going to be there for the final four? Is it, is it, do you have anybody that you look at right now and say, you know what? Um, I really think this is the front runner because most everybody who's in there is either a, a one or a two. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting. 
No, for sure. I, I think, uh, you know, Creighton, you know, Creighton women's basketball program, they have a chance to go to the final four. The first two teams that will actually make the, the final four are being played tonight. So, you know, this year has been exciting for women's basketball. I think it's one of the very first times that there's been, you know, parity like on the men's side. You know, you had Creighton, you had South Dakota, you had a couple, you had Belmont that got to the second round that almost upset Tennessee. You know, and it's really, really exciting that there's finally, you're finally seeing parity in the women's game, you know, like the men's. But, you know, I, I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to say Stanford. I'm going to go with uh, Tara Vanderveer. Um, you know, she's pretty consistent and a pretty safe bet. So I'm going to roll the dice and say Stanford this year. And you know, Pam, obviously Paige Beckers gets a ton of attention around here and they follow her. She had the injury and then yesterday she got injured for a while against Indiana when she went out of the game. You weren't quite sure of the uh, uh, how extreme, but, but, but they've got a tough matchup here. Can you handicap that a little bit and can, can give us your opinion uh, as a coach on, on what you see from Paige Beckers? Oh, I mean, she's special. I mean, she should be one of the most rested players in the entire <laughs> yeah. field this year. So she, she should be fresh and rested, um, obviously very motivated at the Final Fours in Minneapolis, and she can bring it home. Um, I mean, what a, what a dream for a player, and, a, and a, um, obviously Gino, to be able to bring his best player home and play in the Final Four. But, you know, I, I think, you know, there's really nothing that Paige can't do. And um, I think she's probably still learning. She makes everyone around her better because she's a great passer. She's a great scorer. Um, you know, I think they've got a, they've got all the pieces around her and I think they have a great shot, um, as well. Pam, how about sticking with the big 10 just for a second? Does Michigan have the opportunity to get all the way there and win it? Or do, do you think that they are at that level right now that you could see them maybe possibly if they have to go against UConn or South Carolina or Stanford, the, the number, you know, basically number ones other than UConn, do they have a chance? I think Michigan has a chance. I think they have all the pieces. I think Michigan in the past has always been has had a great team, but they've had a, a really, really good post player, and they've had good guards, not great guards. Um, but they've got all the pieces around them. They've got great guards. They've got um, you know two great post players. They have experience. They have toughness. Um, they have a really special guard and a freshman. Um, I can't even remember her name right now, but. Um, I think they have all the pieces. I think they've been tested. They've played in the Big Ten all year, and the Big Ten has proven to be one of the best and toughest conferences, and they've gotten through that. And uh, But I think they have a great chance, and go Big Ten. Yeah. Pam, before we let you go, Pete alluded to it, but explain what you're doing now. Oh, I don't even know what I'm doing half the time, Mike. So, <laughs> but you're doing um, a lot. <laughs> yes, I'm a, I'm a senior <laughs> Yes, I'm a senior executive coach. I coach, uh, you know, um, C-suite level leaders all the way down to uh, um, high-performing individual contributors, um, you know, a leadership consultant and a coach. Um, I'm a professional speaker and obviously have written written two books. So uh, my clients, my individual clients, and I'm also coaching uh, leadership and executive teams as well, um, you know, all over the globe. And, you know, since COVID, since there's so much ambiguity and, um, so much change and disruption, um, you know, my business has really blown up in a good way and has quadrupled in the last two years. So doing a lot of really exciting things and um, really, um, really fills my bucket for sure. That's awesome. And I look forward to seeing you here this week. And again, Thursday night, you'll be out there with Wayne and Crude, uh, hungerrelatedevents.org if you want information, but it sounds like it's going to be a fun night. 
Oh, it's going to be a blast. And, you know, Wayne always puts on a great party, and there's going to be great uh, hosts with Leah B. Olson, and Lindsay Whalen's supposed to be there, and just a lot of other. Michelle Tafoya, how can I forget about Michelle? So it's going to be a room full of uh, a really, really fun, fun people. Well, have a great time. I look forward to seeing you, but thanks for giving us some time. Thank you, Pam. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Pete. Thanks, Pete. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.